Welcome to Stouts with My Spouse. I'm Carrie. And I'm Patrick. And this is Stouts with My Spouse. What's on the docket today, Patrick? I'm going to be drinking some Black Magic Imperial Stout brewed close by at the Lansing Brewing Company. All right. This is a first for our podcast. It's the first stout to come in a can. So... I will read this cute little story on the back. It's made in Lansing, Michigan, the capital of our lovely state. It says, beastly, be afraid, very afraid. We fear the things that live in the dark for good reason. They mean to do us harm. Beware, this shady stout has been sleeping in the shadows for 11 months, waiting its release. Say a Hail Mary and have your holy water handy before you sit down and wake this boozy barrel-aged beast because black magic is undoubtedly what pure darkness tastes like served best best served excuse me cold and often what do you think of that assessment it tastes good i like it i've this is one that i've had before at the brewery so when i saw this at the store definitely had to grab it it was the the last uh, pack of four there so but look look it's seriously it's black it's very yeah dark. yeah it's like the color of balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. wouldn't you say and it's a bourbon barrel which i would say is your strong your strong favor right yeah definitely i mean i have one of those and then switch to something different but uh i definitely like a bourbon barrel just to kind of sip on it's like Having a beer and a whiskey combined. Yeah, two things I'm not really that into. Yeah, so I know. I, I don't have to share with you. I know, dude. I'm having some decaffeinated tea today. Michigan really is cold now. and I feel like the whole country just went... Well, we, we went from summer to fall overnight. I do think about today and where I was on 9-11 in 2001 and the shock and horror that came over my little fifth grade self. And today I did feel pretty somber. I did like at work today seeing all the American flags flying around the city. I think that looks really good and i do think people were really respectful of the day and that's nice to see yeah like the walking outside the neighbor she has her flag up but i think it's like the city comes and puts it up for her in her front in her front lawn but that's that was pretty cool to see and um but i mean it is at work today they were just kind of talking about like hey where were you do you remember and people were saying talking about how it kind of like changed their life and i honestly don't remember too much of it other than like the after fact like i grew up right next to a river so you'd always have the coast guard kind of doing their their rounds or whatever and every time that i heard a helicopter or a plane go over top of her house for probably a year at least i'd always be like, oh, is it going to come and hit our house? You know, one of those kind of like irrational fears. But 
um, that's really what I can remember, but I know that it has, I mean, obviously a great effect on a lot of people and it is very interesting to kind of listen to other people's like, where were you? And it is one of those things that's so cemented in our mind that isn't it crazy that like they, like, it's kind of, that's just us, but the generation below us, they don't know. Yeah, um, we already had the school day off because it was professional development day. And I remember I spent all of my days off at our neighbor's house, my friend Sarah's, just because I don't know. Yeah, so I remember walking in her building and I thought we all walking in her building walking in her basement i literally thought like an action movie was on tv because it was right when the first one fell and i remember being like oh sarah's watching a stupid action movie i want to watch like bring it on or something like that do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i want to watch like a rom-com And I remember her telling me, like, no, that's real. And then we sat and watched the second one fall, and I was just in shock, Mm -hmm. you know. But I think it was probably in hindsight good that we already had the school day off because I think a lot of people's parents panicked and yanked their kids out of school. Yeah, I didn't get yanked out of school because school was home for me. Yeah, yeah. So how was your week this week? Coming off of a holiday weekend, it's always kind of stressful. Yeah, you get the you get the long weekend and the short work week, but the short work week feels like it's the long work week because You're just there's catching so up. much more work to do. It's it's ridiculous the amount of people that uh like have questions and stuff right during like the holiday weekend but yeah i don't know i don't mind it you have work to do you have a job that's great goes quicker when you're busy today i have been introducing our daughter to the joys of batman and robin meet scooby-doo series And I have a few things to say. Number one, I know this is said a lot, but Robin's outfit is insane. It's just basically like his male member in a a banana hammock and then a cape and then like little elf shoes. That, don't like it. Not that, I just don't think that's like a kid's cartoon, whoever came up with that. I'm like... (laughs) I really do think, like, they must have thought it was funny. Like, I don't know how you can't draw Robin and think that's funny. I mean, the way he looks and the way him and Batman, like, talk to each other and stuff. (laughs) I just don't know how you don't think that's funny. And it's as you're drawing it. And on the other side, he got Shaggy. He's clearly a stoner. How else do you eat all that food? Wow. (laughs) <laughs> and then Velma, like people like to say Daphne is the pretty one, but Velma, it's like you can see her butt cheeks behind her skirt. And I'm like, I guess I know that they're supposed to be teenagers and teenagers wear short stuff, but it's just kind of wild to me. I feel like 
one, I've kind of noticed how when I'm watching TV shows, I feel like the writing like compliments it's themselves. Oh yeah. It's like breaking the fourth wall or whatever. Cause everyone's Batman- a journalist. No, no, no. You're not talking this is a different thing. Batman and Robin go into a haunted house because they're trying to track down Joker and Penguin. And like some sound effects come. And Robin's like, oh, is this a ghost? And Batman looks directly at the camera and goes, no, these are professionally trained thespians. And basically then compliments the accuracy of like the ghost sounds and that haunted. And I'm like, am I watching The Office? Because he just like is like, we're serious. He's basically saying. He's breaking the fourth wall. No, he's like, we're serious actors, even though we're voiceover. Because, like, a haunted house voiceover <laughs> and they're a voiceover actor. And they more than likely made some of those haunted house sounds. So they're like, I'm great. And what Patrick and I were talking about is, like, I feel like every TV show you watch, the kid is like, I want to be a journalist or I want to be a writer. And I just, for some reason, it just clicked to me. Or a movie producer or something like that. No, I've never seen a show where a kid wants to be a movie producer. I'm saying, like, there's some movies all about, like, kids, like, shooting movies. Patrick, I am saying that there is more of kids saying they want to be a writer Mm -hmm. and people encouraging them to write. And it's because... Who writes movies? Writers. And so it's not like they're going to sit here and be like, oh, I want to be a mechanical engineer because they can't speak to that experience through writing. You probably know some people that wanted to be a writer, though, when they were a kid. Do you? Doesn't everyone? I can't really think of anyone that I I don't know specifically that wanted to be a writer. Listen, I got an inkling you weren't having too many deep conversations with your homeschool crowd and love ya. But are you below the surface? I just wanted to be a carpenter, a firefighter, or a police officer when I was growing up. So you evade the question. How many of your friends did you talk about I've what your career? Yeah, it's not like you had those conversations. It's not like you were you were immersed in that type Let me of just conversation. Call a couple of them up. Hey, did you ever want to be a writer deep down? No, I I would say writing is something that I really love doing, and I think a lot of people think they can they can write. You know, actually, now that I think about it, I did like writing stories when I was younger. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's a great exercise in, like, expanding your critical thinking. I don't know if I ever really wanted to be a writer. Okay, this is what I was going to talk about, Batman and Robin, and I know this probably has been said a million times. In ancient Greece, relationships, like, romantic relationships between adult male and a younger male, usually in their teens, was, like, acceptable. In Greek philosophy, there's some notes that say, like, the only perfect love can be achieved between two males. 
and like it's because like the women is the woman is imperfect and only two two males are the highest utmost example of pure love real love and like i can't help but think like batman and robin like that is totally like an older adult and a younger, younger Robin. yeah and i just guess i never really thought of it that way i don't know i mean it's so obvious to me because there's <laughs> well, so now that you're watching it now to go off of what you're talking about uh man and the man the perfect love and stuff and i thought it was like a warrior thing like yeah, where they that's... traveled around and yeah. so like batman's a warrior yes that's what i'm like we talked about this when i was in college and lots of times we'd work out we'd go to the gym and so we would actually go to the gym with the same group of people all the time because you get on the same schedule and we would always talk about how you know you get in really good shape and you kind of you're like oh man all the all the girls are really gonna like how i look but then if a girl comes up and says oh wow you look really great you're like oh man that's really great but Mentally, when another guy that you see working out all the time that's jacked comes up to you and says, wow, your your biceps or whatever muscle is looking really good today, that's, like, even better. Yeah. So I kind of get it when you get that, like, hey, I've seen you. It's almost like you're getting that mutual respect. Biggest thing is when you got a girl like you that's been working out, too, and you come up and say, hey, you're looking... You're looking good there, dude. Well, I could use so many breaks from your gym talk. Well, it's a good thing I'm just working on getting a little tubby now. I haven't been to the gym for a while. so I don't know. Patrick talks about going to the gym, and I know you miss it, but you do talk about it like this was my high school sweetheart and she's the one that got away the gym like when really it's like you can you can get in shape by yourself you'll be fine i believe so yeah i i just kind of had that thought and obviously our daughter just fully enjoyed scooby-doo and batman um first time you've been seeing anything about batman I think she's only really seen Marvel superheroes, because really... Yeah, she likes the um, Disney Plus. They've got that those little short films with, like, little kids, Spider-Man. She really likes Spider-Man. Yeah. So, fantasy football. Our draft happened the night before the first game. Now, our family is in a fantasy league, and it's just six people. So, stars galore. Don't even have a second quarterback on your bench because you know you're going to get someone when you got that bye. Yeah, it's competitive, but it's just really to, like, keep in touch with one another, and it's kind of fun. Carrie says it's not competitive because she lost to me last year. I, I mean, I think people would be like, why don't you have more people in your league? That's why I met. Yeah. I just but think it gets competitive, trying. but yeah, we only have just the six people because we don't want to make it impure by allowing someone else outside of the family. And... Oh, I just kind of think like you just got really rowdy with me and aggressive for no reason. But you're off to a pretty decent start here. I guess. How did you feel about your draft? Um, I felt pretty good other than 
my first pick being taken away from me. I thought that uh, I might be able to snag Michael Thomas, but uh, he was taking the pick before me, so... I'll just go through my highlights. How many lions do you have? Let's start off with that. I actually have a lot, but I have... Here's the thing. I'm a different type of gal. I believe in having two tight ends. So do I. So I do have the lions tight end, Hawkinson, as my bench tight end. to To Travis Kelsey, which everyone stay mad about me having Travis Kelsey. Um, that's fine. Then I did draft Carrion Johnson again on the bench. And these are all really late picks, so I don't know. And then Matt Prater, because Daw. And that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. You only had two? I thought you had three. No, I had three. Matt Prater, Carrion Johnson, oh, and yeah. TJ. And, and or what's his name? TJ Hawkinson. The, the Goober. I have DK Metcalf and TJ Hawkinson, and so whenever there's, like, initials in a name, I get them confused. Let me just run a couple to you. My first pick was a hesitant first pick, but I won a lot of games last year. Didn't take the title, but I had a pretty late pick. I picked Derrick Henry. He did end up having a really good year for me last year. What cemented the pick is that I like their coach, but I don't feel like it was a strong first pick. There was some other players on the board. Derrick Henry probably would have fallen to the second round in with a six six person league, so you might have been able. But to maybe get them not there. to me. But maybe not. That's that's always the thing. Like, how valuable is this pick to you? Because there, I mean, it's really. Especially when you get in the higher rounds. I remember my first fantasy draft, that was when Arian Foster had his breakout year, was the number one fantasy scorer. I think I picked him up in the eighth round, but he was my number one pick. He's the one that I wanted. I did so much research that year. I knew that I wanted him, but I knew that nobody knew about him. So I waited and I waited, and that was the most stressful time for me ever. And it turned out that he was, he should have been the number one overall pick. I got him in like one of the last rounds. I feel like I did kind of spread the wealth. The most ones I have are the Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. I'm just going to run through my starting lineup and then you can run through yours. Does that sound fair? Sounds good. Okay, so starting at quarterback, I have Russell Wilson. I have Derrick Henry. I have San Francisco's Raheem Maseret. Oh my gosh, I murdered that name. Um, I have DeAndre Hopkins because I feel like Kyler Murray, this is the year that he's either going to break out or just be like a mediocre quarterback. And I feel like DeAndre Hopkins is a good target. I have Tyler Lockett because he was like a solid one for me last year. I think he maybe had one bad fantasy game, and I think it was when the Seahawks were in the rain. Travis Kelsey, the next person is someone that was there until the end, and I'm, I always regret starting him. Last year. 
and I'm starting him, and that's because I think Josh Ryan is the man. I'm starting Stefan Diggs. Josh Ryan. No, sorry. What's his name? His quarterback? Yeah. You don't know his name? I've obviously lost my Patrick. Allen. Josh Allen. Okay, I'll say it again. <laughs> no, it's good. He was definitely your boomer bus guy last year. You would have him. I think that you were zero percent on him. You would put him on his on the bench. He'd score forty points. You put him in the lineup. He'd give you six. It was Maybe. constant for you. You you lost games because of him. But that's that's the definition of a boomer bus guy. He's just okay. so stressful. Josh Allen is the man. I'm sorry. You don't have to laugh at me. You're. An- <laughs> Continue. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers defense that's not based on anything. It's just based on, like, reputation and Matt Prater because traditionally that's how the Detroit Lions even score points. And if he has a longer field goal than the Denver kicker, which is on my fantasy league, Brandon McManus. So there's a competition. Bud Lay is giving away free beers or something like that for whoever has the longest kick or if they break the the record okay. between the two of those guys. So what's your what's your lineup for this week? So I got Lamar Jackson, Dalvin <sighs> Cook, Chris Carson, Devontae Adams. He is my first pick. Uh, Delvin Cook was my second. I had uh, back-to-back. I have Amari Cooper, Zach Ernst, and then I've got James Conner in my flex. I've got uh, the Buccaneers defense. I just figured that, hey, probably they're probably not going to be on the field too much, so I don't have to worry. And then I've got my kicker, McManus. I am... I might, I'm probably not going to, but I might change out James Conner and put T.Y. Hilton in as my flex because Ugh, Amari, who else is uh, Philip Rivers going to throw to? Amari Cooper was my flex player all year last year. He only steered me wrong once, um, but usually he had a pretty banging game and mm-hmm. because of the year last year that I had with Lamar Jackson. I debated taking him in the first round just to, like, flip everyone the bird because if he's half as good as last year, he's going to be raking in the points. You know what I mean? I actually really did think about just being like, whatever. Screw conventional wisdom. I mean, he's a GD running back to begin with. Quarterback, you know what I mean? Ten years ago quarterbacks were your first overall picks. Well, I'm just saying he... And his point value last year, he was like him. It was like him and Christian McCaffrey that mm-hmm. were the two top point getters every week. It seemed like so. Yeah, that's why I won last year is because I had Christian McCaffrey and he was averaging over thirty points in a league where everyone else on everyone else that's good is averaging twenty points. Yeah, I think I probably have one of the worst teams in the league, but that's okay. It's all right. I'll just try. The per- the person I did pick up, partly because of Christian McCaffrey, was Teddy Bridgewater. And he's on my bench. 
And I just think he's a really talented guy. Obviously, he backed up Drew Brees last year. You learn a two thing or two from Drew Brees. And I have him on ice because I'm like, okay, in our league, every, like, little pass to Christian McCaffrey or, like, don't they do the jet sweep and shit like that with him? Like, little, like, little pitch pass bullshit to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a completion every single time. And he is really talented, and that injury did screw him up. So, if he does end up having a good year, it's like he's not available for anybody else to pick up. Yeah. That was, like, one of my strategies. That's I, I did that last year. I can't remember who I picked up. And I tried to make a trade with your mom multiple times and they were not bad trades everyone said that they were not bad trades but your mom does not trade my mom just feels like everybody's being predatory towards her and she will not accept a trade but she has a good chance in winning she's got a good good team yeah um, the problem with her is that she's got three chiefs players that are her star that are her like going to be constant starters for her and that makes it a little difficult when you really rely on one team because what if they are gonna have a bad game but i can't see that happening for the chief i'm not kidding i'll pick the spread the spread says that they'll win by 20 they'll win by 30 yeah i'll say with the chiefs patrick mahomes is the man and we're not hating on him but we heard that commercial for him because he signed to adidas and Patrick and I looked at each other, my Patrick, not Patrick Mahomes and I, we were like, where is Patrick Mahomes from? What is his voice? It's like this guttery, half Midwest, half Southern, half just like almost sounds like a cartoon character voice. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, my voice is clearly Midwest vocal fry coming right at you down your throat. Patrick Mahone's voice, it was so unidentifiable to me in that commercial. And I was listening to it, and I didn't even know what the Adidas commercial was saying. Because I was like, yeah, I was like, where is this guy from? Like, obviously, he's like a superhero, incredible athlete. Congratulations. Like... Mm-hmm. All grace to God, but like, oh my gosh, his voice is wild. That didn't shock me as much because I've heard him before, but I do remember the first time that I heard him. It is wild. Like, oh, he definitely doesn't have, like, Tom Brady has this, like, buttery, smooth voice. You know, even you know, like. You know who has the buttery, smooth voice that, like, is in a lot of commercials right now that might be relying a lot on commercials here soon is uh, Baker Mayfield. Oh, he's so he might, cute. He might, he might be getting added to that list of uh, of Browns players that just don't quite make it. Listen, Baker sounds a lot like Brady. Brady Quinn is the cutest, and he has a good little voice. Brady Quinn is added to that list. Yes, long I know. Play. That's why I said it. Yep. Okay, well, we'll see how, we'll keep everybody updated on how Fantasy League is going. I'm I mean, just happy football's back. I, I'm happy. I hope everyone stays safe. I, you know, with flu season coming up, I'm just, I'm just 
extra rowdy with the PPE, but... What what was your, uh, you said that you were going to make shirts. What was no, respect don't infect. Yo, yes. stay away. Yo, stay away from me. Respect don't infect. Like, do what you got to do in your personal life, but you can stay away from me and my family. Speaking of staying away from me and my family, um, we are hoping to have my our friends Mitch and Jen from Good Beer Hunting this week but they were unable and we're looking to reschedule they have a really cool instagram i don't know if y'all checked it out but they have completely different beer tastes than us they like sour i think no they like like ipas and everything citrusy and like that's just not our scene but we're open to speaking to them um so look forward to that in the next couple beer is beer Okay, I... Uh, What's their Instagram again? It's Good Beer Hunting, but hunting is spelled H-U-N-D as in dog, T-I-N-G. Go check them out. Yeah, um, follow us at Stouts with my spouse on Instagram. Um, I started a Facebook page, but ugh, Facebook. Um, this is the part of the podcast where we what we're grateful for in each other and i gotta be honest this week i'm like a little ticked off at you because <laughs> our house for me? i'm grateful Ooh. for you but i'm mad at you so i'm gonna let you go first and you can butter me <laughs> up and then i can say something nice to you uh, we've both felt the effects of a shortened week where we've both been stressed from work and okay you can definitely tell from our house, but I am grateful for you in knowing that tomorrow we can work Wait, together. Listen. And crush this. Great. But no, for real, the chicken I made yesterday, that that's what you're grateful for. I'm grateful for the food that you make while just throwing things together. Yeah, no, the chicken I made was real good. Thank you for the suggestion. I'm going to sneeze. You're welcome. I'm I'm grateful for you because you realize that sometimes a homegirl needs a nap and it's the end of the discussion and you're just handling it. <laughs> I like Yeah, what was it the other day? I, I, <laughs> you have a rule that you're not to be contacted after eight o'clock. You this rule is for Carrie's family. You're not to be contacted after 8 o'clock unless it's an emergency. And I remember I had to tell your mom uh, the other day and just told her, uh, Carrie's 8 o'clock today started as soon as she got home from work. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, I might not be thrilled about the state of the house after I wake up from a nap, but at least you kept every animal and creature away from me while I nap. So thank you for that. Yep. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Love you.